Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The U.S. Market Update with Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Here's a look at how markets wrapped up. Make it two in a row. The major averages had a second consecutive positive session as Wall Street traders kept focused on debt ceiling negotiations. And that saw them tick higher into the end of the trading session. The Dow finished up 115 points or 0.3% to close at 33,536. The S&P 500 added 0.9% to close at 4,000. 198. That is the highest closing levels in nearly nine months. And same for the tech heavy NASDAQ, which was the outperformer, rising 1.5% to 12,689. Now let's break it down of Ian McMillan. He is the market technician at Klein First Tax and Wealth Advisors. Good morning, Ian, in this side of the town. Um, you're actually speaking to us from Forney Beach in South Carolina, where you are on vacation. What's going on, Ian? Yes, uh, thank you so much for having me on the show. I am on vacation. Uh, obviously, this is pre-planned, but <laughs> I still wanted to take some time to chat with you guys about what's going on in the U.S. market. Yeah, thanks for making extra time for us. So let's dive into what stood out for you overnight. I think what really stood out has been the push in the markets in the past few days. The S&P 500 in particular just edging closer to the 4,200 mark. What do you take away from the latest action? Yes, so so happy to finally see some type of movement uh, in the market. We've been in this trading range for, uh, you know, over a month and a half, as you mentioned, uh, now at this 4,200. That's our highest closing level since August. So certainly seem to be making a move there. Uh, it's, it continues to be led by a lot of the mega cap stocks, Apple's and Microsoft's mm. and NVIDIA. Uh, so still not a lot of participation. We seem to think that the banking crisis uh, might be over with, uh, and that will be a big tell. We've got to get banks stabilized and get those stocks moving back upwards and not have it just be these large mega cap stocks, uh, NVIDIA, things like that. Yeah, Ian, like you pointed out, it's been pretty led by the big boys, the FANG stocks in particular. What is holding back the sentiment? Is it the banking sector turmoil? How much is that a factor? I think that, and then you've got everyone, you know, there's still this uh, debate over interest rates and are we done raising interest rates? Is there going to be one more? I think the crowd is pretty split on that. Uh, Banks, you mentioned a big one as well. Uh, other than that, the economy seems to be fine. I think that's why you've seen the market sputter around a little bit. Mm. There's a lot of these bad headlines out there, but unemployment is staying strong, uh, and you've had some other positive developments in the market. If we can be done with raising rates at least for a little bit, and I think that's why you've seen a lot of these growth stocks rally and because they really underperformed as rates were rising. And if the market sees that coming to an end, uh, I definitely think they could continue to outperform. The NASDAQ has been much stronger this year. Uh, NASDAQ 100 has been much stronger than the S&P 500. Yeah, Ian, talking about raising rates, we've got Dallas Fed President Laurie Logan talking about how there actually might not be um, a need to pause 
in terms of rate hikes yet, which is actually widely expected by the rest of the market in June. So she is Mm -hmm. expecting more data before she can really decide what needs to be done. So on that front, you've got a bit of a divided opinion about the next FOMC meeting. So where do you stand on this? Are we expecting a pause? And in terms of the rest of the year, could we actually see a rate cut? How do you see the rest of the year play out for the FOMC? So uh, we know that they like to use this data. Uh, now, I will argue that the data that the Fed looks at, that the U.S. government looks at to make these uh, decisions is not the same real-world experience that the average American citizen sees. So they have data that tells you, based on their metrics, that inflation is flowing um, and that their tools that they're using are working. I bet that if you went and asked the average American, they would say that inflation is not coming down based on what they see at the grocery store or what they're experiencing in their everyday lives. Now, the flip side of that is unemployment has remained flat. Uh, You can go almost anywhere, and there are now hiring signs in the window. People are desperate for uh, our employees in this country. People are looking Mm. uh, high and far to find anyone that will come in. So I think to the government's point, look how much they've raised rates so far, and it hasn't had a dent at all in regards to unemployment. And so that probably makes them feel comfortable about continuing to raise rates. All right. We're in conversation with Ian McMillan. He is a market technician at Klein First Tax and Wealth Advisors. And talk about what's happening in the real world. We've got the earnings coming out from Walmart overnight. And that seemed to beat expectations. And part of the consumer spending patterns that are emerging, you've got people moving away from the big ticket items like electronics towards your groceries. Is that something you're seeing as well? play out in terms of um, consumer patterns? Is this going to continue going forward for the rest of the year? Uh, you know, I don't know if it continues going forward, but I, I definitely believe that sentiment. You know, if your grocery bill is now, you know, uh, 120% or 130% of what it was two years ago, then yeah, a lot of that. And I think you see that in retail stocks. Retail stocks have continued to underperform. Um, Amazon has drastically underperformed. And your staples, right, your consumer staple stocks, your Pepsis, your Coca-Colas, your Hershey's, those have outperformed. You're seeing a lot of money uh, in the stock market flow into consumer staples, those products that everyone has to have on a day-to-day basis. Uh, and you're seeing it move out of the discretionary stuff, again, mm. like an Amazon or a Home Depot. All right, and just wrap things up, Ian. Uh, all eyes are focused on what's happening with that ceiling talks. So how do you see this play out? Are we reaching any closer to the deal yet? Yeah, still reach a deal. You know, I'm not a big believer. You know, we go through this every year in this country. They threaten with the debt ceiling, and at the 11th hour, they raise it. Uh, they've been doing it my entire career. <laughs> I can only think of one time when they didn't. That was back in 2011. But they always try to make this a big story, and I think it's nothing. I am more than adamant that they will get some type of deal done. Uh, Will it be good? Will it be a good deal? Uh, Probably not. It rarely ever is, but we'll see. I think that they'll get something done. Is that what's going to be needed to help the S&P 500 break above 4,200? Uh, no, I think most market participants have assumed at this point that a deal will get made. Mm. I think that the markets are going to move, probably move higher just because we seem to be past the worst of the worst. 
All right. So lots to watch out for. We've been chair for Ian McMillan, market technician at Klein First Tax and Wealth Advisors. Ian, thank you so much for your time, and we'll catch up with you again soon. Yes. Have a great day, everyone. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SBH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.